Good morning, Wednesday morning. AJ and McCall on VFX. Mitch in studios. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, oh. Good now, morning. Mitch, I haven't had a chance to, to pregame you. We're not revealing what happened last night quite yet with my at bats. Oh, okay. So, good. Mitch we don't need to reveal at all what happened with my last at bats. What was our either. wager that we ended up coming mustache. up with? Mustache. See, if you notice, I shaved to make it easier to draw a mustache on. So that means that AJ lost. Your face is a blank canvas. It is a blank canvas. Is, I like the way you think, Mitch. It is actually a face. Oh, actually, blank. no, because you... Blank Where were you canvas. at? It must have been the day before. Oh, yeah, you drove separately. We yeah. told Mitch that... Uh, Producer Butters especially told Mitch that... We just like the way he looks at the world. He just has this perspective that we haven't figured out yet. The only we reason like you're saying that is because I threw my key card at the... Yeah, at he the, threw his wallet at the door. Did and it he worked. really? It worked. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even have to walk up and touch it. I just checked it at it and it opened. And then for some reason, AJ and Butters were so impressed with that that uh, yeah. they said, you're hired. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> Mitch just has a different way of looking at the world than the he rest just, of us. He just has different different eyes. I got it. To I want- answer your question, though, McCall. Yes. No. I'm not saying whether I won oh. or lost our wager. Rude. We unfortunately, Mitch, we did not win this week. We oh. timed out. Yeah. We so I guess in rec softball you get to go either seven innings, fifty five minutes, or, or there's the half. mercy rule, which we it's won the really first week hard. With. It's really hard to get through seven innings in fifty five minutes. We went fifty five minutes, so it's we made it through six innings and we lost by a run. Yeah. Which is unfortunate really? because we had uh tying run at third and chance was up to bat and struck out, unfortunately. Yeah. Curses. Well, dang it. Still exhibition season. That's too bad. But I will reveal who's getting the mustache later. AJ looks like very smirky, so later. I have a feeling that it's going to be coming on my face. Coming on later. And remember, the reason why it was mustache is because there's very important people in the building this week, yeah. specifically today. Yeah. Um. Also, I want you to know that we're going to use makeup for it. We're not going to use uh, permanent marker. Oh, uh, look at McCall having to do it the less fun way. <laughs> you having to do it henna. the way. Huh? Use henna. That'll last like three or four oh, days. Gosh, no. <laughs> Having to do it the way that's going to be easiest to wash my face in my trailer. Oh, man. Now, are you saying this because you now are think that you're going to yeah, do it? Because I don't know like that a, you would have said this if you would have, if I would have been like, I don't know why I got to do it or not. Well, you just have a, you just have a smirk on your face. Yeah, I can read your body language. Me, I'm pretty sure like, that's eh, Sharpie. No, no. I was going to just do it with makeup in the first place. Uh-huh. I have a dip brow that I was going to use. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This guy is so sassy. So, Mitch is in students with us this morning. We are going to get to uh, text and Snapchats a little bit later, talk about those. And yesterday, we talked a lot extensively about exes and weddings. Right. Today, more so about possibly preventing uh, a breakup from the get-go. <laughs> exes from weddings. Yeah. Just preventing the whole situation from happening. That's coming up later this morning. Of course, two more chances today to win Star Wars tickets. Of course, the first one. Will be during Florida or not. That happens about 6.50, so be looking for that cue to call. Remember, our number is 435-787-0945. We'll give you that cue to call to team up with not only me, now we got Mitch. We got more brain power in this morning to help you Slightly. win those Star Wars tickets. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch is a silent assassin over there. Every hour on the 11th, though, we've got McCall's 411. That's how we get our day started, get caught up on all the Hollywood gossip, all the Hollywood news. That is coming up in about six minutes after Bruno Mars on VFX. Okay, I don't know what is going on with Kevin Federline. He's a jerk. He is a jerk. Gosh, he's asking Britney Spears, okay, how much money do you think he's making a month in child support? 
Several thousands of dollars you're, at least. You're right. 20. 20 of them. 20s of thousands of dollars. $20,000. He wants three times as much right now. For what? In order to take care of his two sons. Raising a child is expensive, I guess. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, would say so if you want $60,000 a month. Look, yes. But come on. I want my kids to have the finer things in Here's life. Here's the thing that gets me. I know, and to give him some credit, I think early on, Britney Spears was a mess that we would not deny that. Right. And he was a really good parent while she was just a whole hot mess. She's but got her life is, together she's, now. Yeah, she has. And I, I'm very much firmly in the camp of how, of I think it's ridiculous that there are spouses that get such a huge chunk of money based on their spouse's success. Just because right. you get divorced doesn't mean you are entitled to that huge chunk of money. Well, absolutely. You're not the successful one. So the thing is, he's making $240,000 a year right now from just from child support I alone. I think that's okay. If he's, I think he can find him a little job to add a little bit more income to that and call it good. Don't worry. He's a DJ and backup dancer. Um, <sighs> if he were to make $60,000 a month, He'd be making $720,000 a year in child support for alone for absolutely nothing. That'd be awesome. You'd never have to work again. He doesn't well, have to work now. He, he, he doesn't work now. <laughs> he can live comfortably on two hundred forty k. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, a year. What the heck would you even do with $20,000 a month? What would you do with that? I don't know. At first, he probably blew a whole bunch of the child support money on his rap album. That was his thing, K-Fed. Again, I think it's ridiculous that just because he fathered her children, he gets a, a huge cut of her money. She's a successful one. She is a successful one. He's doing like nothing with his life. And and don't get me wrong, I think that people need to be paying child support, obviously. I think that that's, a, that's something that needs to happen, but uh, reasonable amount of money, I think. He, he ain't deserve 60000 he deserves twenty thousand. It doesn't take sixty thousand dollars a month to raise a kid. No, like not in the least. It, uh, anyway, I'm just floored. K Fed being K Fed. Yeah, I'm just floored over this. And Taylor Swift, uh, she was up on stage last night, Reputation tour. Camila Cabello's sick. She actually yeah, isn't able to perform, so she had the whole crowd chant, "Get well soon" at the concert. Oh, that's the four one one this hour. New music from Zane on VFX. McCall, can you just, uh, I don't know if you can dig into your magical hat of 411-ness, but uh, Zane and Gigi, back together, is that going to happen? What, what, what's the verdict here? I don't think anything's really happened. Because every time I hear that song, I'm still like, yeah, McCall's right. He was going to propose. The only thing I get when I, when I search Zane is Sammy Zane. Yeah, by the way, I was going to say that too. It's been the thing I've been on recently is that artists you Google don't necessarily come up as the artist. And for Zayn, you would think Zayn's good, right? Not there's a wrestler, Sami Zayn. Supposedly they are, I mean, from like the 3rd of May, it's the last report of anything saying that they're supposedly hesitant about getting back together. But I haven't seen anything since then. So right off 411, no. AJ McLeod, VFX, Mitch in studios. A look now at local news and weather brought to you by Logan Extermination. And heads up, though, this may not be the most new of news. Cache County Sheriff's Office is reminding residents to be cautious of phone scams. Yes. I got asked yesterday by one of the front office ladies who's getting a call, do I get them constantly from all over the place? It's crazy, like four a day. Yeah, yeah right? From all over. Alabama, Florida, Ohio. Next well, and day, a, lot of times, a lot of times the phone number 
They change it so it looks like it's coming from your area, even though you know yep. it's not. Yeah, so it's like I a local. A, I have an Indiana area code, so I get a lot of calls from all over the state with yeah. those area codes. Well, I've I've recently it's been the same thing with me too. I mean, three eight five numbers, eight oh ones, or four three fives. Right. right. It's like, oh, there is somebody I know that's nearby calling about my car warranty. Yeah. My new thing is just like go to voicemail. If it's important, they'll either call back or shoot me a text or leave me a voicemail. But the uh, Cash County Sheriff's Office is the most recent one they've seen a spike in. Is someone calling, pretending to be a lieutenant with the sheriff's office? Then the caller allegedly requests money for various reasons and threatens the victims with arrest if they do not cooperate. If they ask for money over the phone, that's not the sheriff's no. office. That is the big, 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 big tip off. Yeah, I want you to know, as somebody who worked at a bank, this is something that that comes in pretty frequently. People have given money. People have given account numbers or things over the phone. Yeah. Do not ever give your account number over the no. phone. If the IRS calls you and says that you owe them money, you don't owe them money. The IRS will never call you. Never will the IRS call you. Yeah. Never will the Cache County Sheriff's Department or any of the sheriff's departments around localized places. They will never call you. Asking for money, asking for account numbers is always a huge red flag. Huge red flag. You can read more about this story, CashValleyDaily.com. So good news, a there were, there's no injuries after a semi-truck caught fire in Petersboro. This happened yesterday. Uh, the, the fire was reported about 1.30 yesterday afternoon, temporarily blocking traffic along SR-23. I'm pretty sure that I, let's see, the, the the driver pulled out and got out of the truck, pulled over, got out of the truck. He looked underneath, saw smoke coming out. He went to get his fire extinguisher and came back. He couldn't get the fire out with the fire extinguisher and then backed away. The driver was unharmed, but the truck was completely destroyed in the blaze. The trailer that contained waste material from Nucor did not sustain any damage, so that's good too. They said that SR-23 was closed for an hour so that firefighters could extinguish this fire. The Menden Fire Department, Wellsville Fire Department, and Newton Fire Department showed up and helped to extinguish the fire due to the fact that they they don't have any fire hydrants out in the county. Uh, they had to bring in some tinder units to make sure they had enough water to extinguish the fire. Sounds like the Avengers of local fire departments. See, I ended Assemble. up... Right? I ended up actually going through that direction this morning. If I'm... If it's... I'm pretty sure this picture is where I'm thinking it is because... I drove past this morning, and there's still, like, a whole bunch of cones around it. Really? Yeah, and I didn't know what was going on, but there was, like, glass and, and like, big, like, the whole thing was just black on the Crazy. on the uh, asphalt. So I didn't know what was going on, and I just thought, oh, well, maybe, like, a truck driver left their, their cones out because they have the cones, you know? Uh-huh. But, no, that makes a whole lot of sense. You can read more at cbdaily.com. And today... Will be a high of 72. It'll be cloudy yes. all day. It was rainy last night, but doesn't look like there's any rain. Just a bunch of uh, overcast, overcast skies. On the next two days, it's going to get warmer. Tomorrow, sunny, high of 81. Friday, high of 86. Yay! And then your Memorial Day weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Looks like a lot of thunderbolts and lightning. It's really? going very, to be very, very, frightening. very frightening. Oh my gosh, Galileo. <laughs> Figaro. <laughs> 48 degrees in the Logan area at 624.
News and weather on VFX brought to you by Logan Extermination. Have them help you take care with anything in the yard, whether it be pests, weeds, trees. They can help you out. They're the experts. 752-8450. Yay. Speaking of weather, did not get rained out last night for our softball game. Glad to hear it. Did rain some runs. Unfortunately, Mitch and I's team did not win. No. They so got us by a run. They got us by a run. We timed out. I think we would have got them in the seventh, Mitch. I think we would have got them yeah, in the seventh. You know, it was crazy because first inning, we each scored, both teams scored three runs. Second inning, we both scored five runs. Third inning, none of us scored. It, it was just like neck and neck the whole game, and they edged us. Ah. Yeah, it was very close, very close game. Um, so... We're going to find out who gets a mustache. AJ looks very, like, smirky, so I want you to know that I have a feeling that it's probably me. That's going to be after Magic Dragons, and we're going to talk about shoes and uh, your placing habits of them. Yeah. Talk about shoes. Mostly the mustache, but also shoes. We'll hop on Facebook Live. It's all coming up after Magic Dragons in about seven minutes. It's AJ McCall on VFX. Imagine Dragons on VFX, which apparently Mitch is best friends with. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, they're tight. He high-fived Dan Reynolds. How is that not best friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he <laughs> definitely knows me. AJ <laughs> McCall on VFX with Mitch in studios. Now we're going to talk about shoes. And we're going to hop on Facebook Live here momentarily because someone is getting a mustache. Now, McCall, would you like to... Review the wager one more time for the people out there. Well, absolutely. So AJ is in a softball league. C. So is Mitch. Mitch C. is also in a softball league. They're in the same league together. On the same, same team, team, actually. So, with that being said, AJ has not hit a ball, up to my knowledge, um, yet. In the league. In the league. Yes. So he has not got solid contact and made made a... Made a hit. Made a base knock. Made a base knock. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's a slang for it. Okay. A, a, a base knock. A base knock, yeah. I've never heard that. <laughs> you got to brush up on your sports slang, Mitch. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i actually the host of a, a nightly sports show on KVNU. And, How have uh, you never heard base knock? I've never heard base knock. I don't know. Get out of here. So anyways, up to my knowledge, so we made a wager last week that AJ had to eat pickles. Yeah, in our first uh, if, our first game. If he didn't make a hit, and I did not, he didn't, so he ate pickles. I did. It was so terrible. this week our bet was whoever loses, basically double or nothing. Yeah, this week whoever ended up losing this bet, which was the same bet, is going to have to have a mustache drawn on them. See. So if AJ got a hit, then I'm going to have to get a mustache drawn on me. I think Mitch has a question. Can I tell the story? Of the game? Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Okay. Well, after you finish oh, okay. explaining. And then if, if if AJ didn't get a hit, then he gets no, no, no. a mustache Loser drawn gets on his mustache. face. Because we, there's a sales manager meeting going on this week. A massive so one. A bunch like, of people throughout, like not just from Logan, but throughout our company spread across the state and such are in the building this week. Everybody important That's a good way. There. That's a very nice way to say it. Yes. But I'm not going to be there. Because I'm not so important. Mitch is <laughs> <be> <laughs> All right, we, Mitch, we weren't invited. Please, please. Okay. Is your, is with so your there it was, experience. McCall. Second to last inning. Game is on the line. I get done striking out. AJ go, gets up to bat. There's a lot on the line. Not only do, these spectators at the game do not realize exactly. They, they know the game's on the line. They don't realize that this deal is on the line. AJ gets up there. First pitch goes by. He doesn't swing at it. Ball. Second pitch goes by, doesn't swing at it, strike. Third pitch comes, ding! He makes contact, he gets thrown out at first. 
Game ends the next inning. AJ doesn't get another chance at bat. And I walked up to AJ, patted him on the back, and said, AJ, I'm sorry you didn't get that hit. But it's a good thing you got two hits before that in the game. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Congratulations, uh, AJ. Actually, that's I didn't know where you I thought you were making thank you. I thought you were making the story up, but actually, yeah, that's that's what happened. <laughs> Except for me patting him on the back. I didn't do that. But yeah. I just wanted to make it dramatic and make you think you were off the hook, McCall. No, I didn't think I was off the hook. AJ's had a smirk on his mouth the whole entire morning. I got a hit in my first at bat. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, bases loaded, too. It was nice. Yeah. We had a really... That was our big inning. We batted around that inning. It was good. So McCall gets a mustache. Yay! So... We're drying yay. it with our with my makeup. I've got a dip brow pot that works really well. So we will hop on Facebook Live momentarily so people can take part in that. But McCall, we're going to talk about shoes this morning. Yeah, because I love shoes. shoes. Mitch, real quick, because McCall and I have talked... How many pairs of shoes, top of your head, do you think you own? I have a pair... I, I'm going to have to... Review this in my head. Uh, do ski boots count? Sure. Yeah. All, all okay. forms of kicks. I got a. I got a pair of ski boots. I got a pair of like nice Sunday dress shoes. I got two pair that I wear normal days, and my softball cleats. And I'm sure I'm missing one pair. Oh, like so the shoes I'm half, mo- half a dozen hiking boots. Yes, yeah, seven, 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 seven. Wow. I wish I could numbers. have seven you numbers. Those up. <laughs> I wish I could have seven shoes. I got like 20 pairs of shoes. I know. I got way more than that, too. <laughs> so, McCall, what about shoes, though? Not number of shoes. So, here's, here's the question. Because a recent study's out saying that you could lose weight by taking your shoes off at the door. Which, by the way, I'm reading through some of the comments just today. A lot of people, and I'm jealous... Uh, yesterday we did this hour. We did the "What are you awesome at?" Right. A lot of people doing a really good job losing a lot of weight. <laughs> I know. Fifty pounds, twenty pounds. That's impressive. Taking your shoes off at the door. Yeah. What? Well, that's that's not the reason why they're losing weight. No, they're great. What's out. your secret? Oh, I take my shoes off when I go. That's in my one house. of the secrets, apparently. <laughs> I mean, it sounds kind of nonsensical, but apparently there's like some science behind it. It has to do with some tiny chemical particles that you come in contact with every day, mess with your hormones, promote fat growth in our tissues. Basically, it's stuff that I am way way underqualified to even be talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what is happening with that's this. That's just that's just the science behind it. That's the, the science behind it. It's way yep. easier. Yeah. And it's, do you leave your shoes at the front door? Or do you wear them in your house? I I take them off at the front door just because it's more comfortable. I, I, I would rather not wear shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, with you. I do too. I'll take my shoes off uh, at the front door. Again, it depends on like what I'm doing. If I'm coming inside to like grab a drink or something, I just come inside, grab a drink. Again, my trailer is like itty bitty little. So when I walk inside, the sink is like right there. Yes. So come inside, get a drink. I'll leave my shoes on. But. Yeah, well, if you're going right back out, it's not the same thing. It's like right. when you go in to be in. Right. Do you if leave I go in to be in, door? my shoesies come off. Shoesies so, come off, big fuff, fluffy socks go on. Do you leave your shoes at the front door? Very simple question. We're going to hop on Facebook Live now. Utah's VFX. McCall gives herself a mustache. Yay, mustaches. Shoes. But that's what we're going to do. So, find us on Facebook so you can watch the mustache process. Utah's VFX and answer this simple question. Do you leave your shoes at the front door? AJ and McCall on VFX Mission Studios. We're on Facebook Live right now. Utah's VFX. As McCall gets ready to give herself. Did you send out a sparkle stash? A sparkle stash. Now, explain to me what kind of mustache is a sparkle stash. Well, it's Like, style-wise. It's one that comes with... Uh... Lack of cleaning your brushes. <laughs> right. 
Oops. It sounds like a code name. Like from now on, if we're ever on a secret mission to pull a prank on someone, your your code name Sparkle Stash. Good. Sparkle Stash. This is Falcon. Do you read? Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of like that. Sparkle Stash. So we're on Facebook Live, so you can watch McCall give herself a mustache. She lost our wager. I did get a hit last night in softball, and we're also talking about shoes because according to science, apparently, and I feel like I should poke fun at this study as we often do. But apparently, yeah. leaving your shoes at the front door could be a key to help you lose weight. Now, of course, this is according to a study that is involving, I don't know, tiny chemical particles that mess with chemicals. your hormones that you come in contact with every day to promote fat growth in our tissues and yada, yada, yada. So the basic question we're leaving it at is, do you leave your shoes at the front door? I know it's kind of a cultural thing, like some cultures... Like in Canada and Japan, they always take their shoes off at the front door. I do too, just because it, like you said, if I'm at a, like if I came over to your house, Mitch, I'd be maybe less inclined to necessarily take my shoes off Mm -hmm. at the front door, but I still probably would because it's just comfortable. Yeah. Like I'm inside, shoes off. No, (laughs) let's, let's, let's expand, recall. Do you, do you take your socks off also? So you're going to go home from work today. You're going to go to your trailer and relax. You take your shoes off front door. Do you take your socks off? No. I leave my socks on for the most part. That's weird to Unless me. my socks get wet, then I take my socks off. Mitchell? I'll put more socks on. Uh, yeah, I, I I normally keep my socks on, I think, unless I'm going to be around the house a while. And, yeah, they come off. I usually Not keep... Not at someone else's house, though. No, gosh. No, I wouldn't no. take my socks I off always, at somebody else's house. I always uh, keep my socks on. I don't know why. That's I just weird. always have. Pretty sure that's that's an it's an intimacy thing. Pretty sure it's an intimacy thing. I don't think so. I think it is. Google it. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, not wrong on this one. Mm, I think you're wrong on this one. I think that's weird. If you're home, if you're home. I'm not talking about somebody else's. I agree with you. I'd leave my socks on at somebody else's house. But if I'm at home and I'm home, pretty sure I'm taking my shoes and my socks off. Why do you leave your socks on? I don't know. It's just warmer that way. Huh. Okay. I don't like stepping on things in my bare feet. I tend to keep my trailer pretty clean. Will you listen to me? I tend to keep my trailer pretty clean. I am listening. Your next line was you keep it pretty clean. So what things are you stepping on? Uh, Let me. Okay. I tend to keep my trailer pretty clean, but every once in a while, remember, I have dogs who are dirty, and if they come in the trailer and they get mud on places- Dare you say that about your dogs? I tend to like to not have dirt on my feet. Yeah, but you shower at night anyway, so what does it matter? I do, but I still don't like having things on my feet. It just bugs me. It bugs me to touch things that are not socks on my feet. <laughs> I yeah okay, sure. Uh, I I don't have dogs, so I guess I'll I'll, I'll concede that one. I don't. I, but I think it, I think it's just weird if you're at home. Feet. Your feet. It's your your place. Trailer, house, apartment, whatever it may be. I wear steel-toed boots through my house oh my and gosh. to sleep. <laughs> Yay, Mitch. I never, never step your toe in the middle of the night when you wake up and got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's how it goes. You teach that wall, coffee table, whatever. It'll, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. You ever tried showering with steel-toed boots on? I it's can difficult. say it's honestly, a no. <laughs> I don't even own a pair of steel-toed boots. We're on Facebook Live right now. If you want to uh, comment on things, you can. Lydia says that she always wears flip-flops, so ha, ha, ha. In her house? I don't know. She says she always wears flip-flops, so Lydia, ha, that ha, deserves ha. a follow-up in the house or just in general? 
because I support the use of flip-flops. But if you're talking about like you wear flip-flops in your house all the time, that to me is weird. I think start drawing this sparkle stash. Sparkle stash, sparkle stash. Sparkle it's the stash. superhero nobody wanted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should we should me. all invent our own Avengers superhero characters. McCall is Sparkle Stash. Hey, practically Hashtag writes itself. Sparkle Stash. Okay, I like this, Mitch. Shoot sparkles from her stash. <laughs> I can turn on like Get your a- power from the sun. Yeah, blinding power from the sun. Okay, so. We'll be on Facebook Live still as McCall does her uh, mustache, her sparkle stash. However, However, speaking of superheroes and such, it's now time to play Florida or Not. Yay! So that's our first chance for you to win Star Wars tickets. If you haven't heard, we're having VFX exclusive premiere of Solo Star Wars Story. A week from yesterday, Tuesday, we've got a whole theater rented out. The only way to get in is to win tickets with us. Your first chance this morning is with Florida or not. 435-787-0945. Even brought in some extra help today. Mitch is in. So Mitch and myself team up with you. Win you a pair of tickets to come see Solo, a Star Wars story with us. 435-787-0945. Figure out which one of McCall's crazy stories is from Florida. Play Florida or not with AJ McCall at VFX. AJ McCall at VFX, Mitch in studios, and it is time to play Florida or not. Remember, all this week, your only chance to win, uh, not your only chance, excuse me, one of two chances each day to win your way into our VFX exclusive premiere of Solos of Star Wars Story. We've rented out an entire theater this upcoming Tuesday. Big thanks again to Fisher Home Furnishings, Lynn's Audio and Video, and Levitt Group of Northern Utah. Plus, Mitch is in studios to provide more brain power to help you win those Star Wars tickets. So, let's go to the phones, get a teammate, see if we can give away some Star Wars tickets. Utah's VFX, who's this? This is Nancy. Hey, hey, Nancy, how's it going? Oh, it's just super. How are you guys? Good. You ready to play Florida or not? I certainly am. Okay, well, let us do this then. McCall's got three crazy stories, and we got to figure out which one's from Florida. Okay. Okay, story number one. 43-year-old guy was recently sentenced to nine months in jail because he got blackout drunk. Now... Every once in a while, I guess this happens. You get blackout drunk. You have to text your friend, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? Did you have a good night? Yeah. Was I a complete D-bag last night? You got to feel in the pieces. (laughs) Turns out the next morning, he texted him to ask if he did anything stupid, and he found out he had bitten his friend's ear off. Wow! So oh my gosh. Uh, he was sentenced to nine months in jail last year for aggravated assault. We're hearing about it now because he appealed the decision, but a three-judge panel just upheld it, so he's out of luck. Yeah, I, I, I'd say biting an ear off is due for punishment. I think I saw this. He was in the middle of a big boxing match too, right? <laughs> no, no. Wrong oh, story. That wasn't part of it. So there's story number one. Story number two, a guy got into a drunk argument with Domino's on Friday over their pizza points reward system. Basically is going to be facing every charge remotely possible against him because he didn't want to pay like seven bucks for a pizza. So first of all, they asked him to leave. He knocked a bunch of pizzas that the Domino's delivery driver was holding out of his hand, followed by the cops coming, and he taunted them over a police sergeant who was killed in the line of duty last month. He told the cop arresting him that he wished he was a, quote, dead cop. And then the cops are also trying to prove that he drove his car, which was in the Domino's parking lot. Mind you, this guy was all by himself. Since he was drunk, he had a suspended license, all for failure to pay child support. I think this guy's got bigger problems than the Pizza Points reward system. Man, yes, K-Fed's life has really just gone downhill. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What pizza delivery stories don't end with the cops, really, though? Oh, my it's gosh. True. 
<laughs> and story number three. A guy decided to climb atop some playground equipment at a park, told the kids that they weren't allowed to climb on the playground equipment because it was his playground equipment, and he was there, and then he told them where babies came from. Oh, dear. Okay. So, we've got, uh, <laughs> wow, all dumb people on alcohol. Uh, bit my friend's <laughs> ear off. Supreme pizza argument or ruining the magic of life for kids. What, what Nancy, what's your gut telling you? So, my gut tells me that it's because there was a whole uh, zombie thing that started in Florida, no, when they did the bath salts and they the guy ate his face off. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the ear. Ear? Mitch, ear? Because I think we can rule out three. Uh, Why can we rule out three? It just, it's not dumb enough. Okay, I was feeling three, <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go with the, the ear too then. Okay. That's, I, I'm not feeling the pizza one. No? Pizza one, that's a more Midwest thing, like you. <laughs> what are you trying to say about that? What are you trying to say about the Midwest there, Mitch? All right, apparently we're going with the ear, so two for ear. I'll go with ear two. McCall, is it the ear story? It's not the ear story. Dang it. That happened in Canada. Canada? <laughs> yep. Wow. Happened in Canada. All right. Sad news, Nancy. Uh, better luck next time. All right, thanks. Canada. In Canada, you get blackout drunk and bite your friend's ear off. Sure do. Canada. Canada. Crazy. Oh, Canada. So now we've got Pizza Head. I mean, that's an early favorite, but it's not up to us. So we're going to play again. 50-50 shot now. 435-787-0945. One last chance to try and give away these Star Wars tickets right here with Florida or not. 435-787-0945. Play Florida or not with AJ and McCall on VFX. Mitch, also at studios. So Taylor Swift went on at her reputation tour to honor Camila Cabello, who is sick. She got the crowd to chant, get well soon. I love them, just in case you were wondering. Taylor Swift, Camila Cabello, Charlie XCX, some of my favorite humans in the entire world. 100%. Yeah, I think uh, Charlie XCX actually tweeted her last night. That's, she I did. saw that. Yeah, she did. Britney Spears' ex, Kevin Federline, is needy, and <laughs> apparently his money is not enough. McCall, $20,000 a month is just not enough to live Currently, on. he is getting $20,000 a month for child support, and he wants three times the amount. He wants $60,000 a month for now, child support. Now, I want to know, is child support, is that money supposed to go, is that just for supporting the child, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's supposed to go directly to supporting the child, and that's that it. That is an yeah, expensive the kid. $60,000, they have two children, and that's it. What are you doing with your life? I have a feeling not all 30000 is going to be spent, or not $30,000 a piece is going to be spent on the kids. No, of course not. And Chrissy Teigen and John Legend bought a brand new three-bedroom house in NYC. Penthouse, after welcoming their second child, 9.02 milli. Whoa. Pocket change, <laughs> I think, according to those guys. I have no idea. That's the 411 this hour. Always a little bit weird when we get to this position. AJ McCloud, VFX, Mitch and Studios, because... One wrong answer means it's a 50-50 shot for Florida or not. But it also means that the streak of winning could be in jeopardy. Yeah. Hopefully that's not the case because we want to give away some Star Wars tickets. So let's get another teammate and give away these tickets. Utah's VFX, is this? Melanie. Hey, Melanie. Melanie. Do you want to play Florida or not? Yeah. All right. Pressure's on, Melanie, because we already had one wrong answer, two wrong answers, and nobody wins today. 
Okay. Okay, McCall, please recap our two leftover stories. Okay, story number one. Technically, I guess now. A guy got into a drunk argument with Domino's on Friday over their Pizza Points reward system and is basically going to be facing every single charge remotely possible because he didn't want to pay like seven bucks for a pizza. So, first of all, they asked him to leave. He knocked a bunch of pizzas out of the delivery driver's hand. The cops came, and he started taunting them over a police sergeant who was killed in the line of duty last month, and he told the officer arresting him he wished he was the, quote, dead cop. I mean, it's a pretty good way to avoid getting any leniency. So he was arrested on disorderly conduct and for witness uh, intimidation for the dead cop stuff, and the cops are trying to prove that he drove his car to Domino's because he was the only one there, and he was drunk, and he had a suspended license, all for failure to pay child support. Literally, the Pizza Points reward system is the last thing this guy's got to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, I mean, serious. I, I get proof, try to prove he drove the car, but I, I think he's got a long enough rap sheet you can put him away for a while. Yeah. We, we want to convict on suspect of being a D-bag. Like, ah, oh, guilty. Guilty as charged. And yeah. story number two, technically, I guess. A guy climbed on top of a couple of pieces of playground equipment at a playground on Sunday told the kids that were there, you can't climb on this. This is my playground. This is my playground. And then he decided, you know what? I'm going to speak a message to the people. Loudly proclaimed where babies come from. (laughs) Wow. So I'm very confident in my answer. Okay. What is your answer? Number three. AJ doesn't think that that's Florida enough, but I agree with you. You Okay. Well, if two people say it's three... Uh, look, she's confident. You're confident. Hey, we'll go with three then. McCall, they say it's three. Is it three? It is story number three. Wow. Yeah. Melanie, congratulations. See? That's a true underdog Thank story you. right there. I just don't feel like Florida cares enough about pizza to act like that. You know, I think <laughs> she's got a point. This actually happened in, get this, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's- yep, see, that makes sense. So, are you bringing somebody to Star Wars with you, or are you going solo? (laughs) Technically, I'm going solo, but I'm going to bring my kid, because we love Donald Glover. Oh, fun. Yeah, we love him, too. So, hang on the line for just a second, Melanie. I'm going to have to grab some information from you, but we got to go back on air, okay? All right. Thank you. Yeah, we got to go back on air. We don't want to give her phone number, even though she's flying solo. It has to be a secret. We don't want to give her information out. That's for her to decide. As somebody who worked in a bank and values privacy of it's people. It's funny that you said it that way. Sorry. Gosh. Gosh. Uh, Mitch, by the way, remember how earlier I told you, I told McCall the story of how Producer Butters and I just appreciate the way that you look at things? Yes. That was why. No, I wouldn't have never made that joke. That's more up McCall's alley with that joke because it's one of her lame dad jokes. Hey. Wait, what joke? Oh, the solo joke. Yeah, the solo joke. Yeah, well, you know, it just came to me. Spark inspiration? Yeah. Sparkle stash. I know, I know there was so much wit behind that clever play on words. <laughs> By the way, speaking of sparkle stash, we will post that on our Instagram so you could just admire it at full. It is in our Facebook Live video, Utah's VFX on Facebook. But we came up with our superhero names. Yay! So, with the help of, actually, it was basically straight up our uh, our Facebook Live viewers that yes. came up with them. So McCall is now Sparkle Stash, Mitch is Supersonic Slugger, and I am the Sunshine Samurai. Because you brighten everyone's day in the Yay. morning. Yay! It was adorable. How could I not pick that up?
We need he our is own a superhero, cartoon. and he has a uh, he has a samurai blade and rays of sunshine. Every time he swings, it just come from the tip of it. <laughs> makes a, makes an adorable noise like. Well, I, I make it. I make a magical noise of sparkle, sparkle. Uh, so, sparkle, if there's sparkle. any artists out there, we would like um, our uh, our caricatures of our superheroes. I'm telling you, out. yeah, we need a cartoon. So we, we, the next stage is to get some rough drawings out. Sparkle Stash, Supersonic Slugger, and Sunrise Samurai are the characters. <laughs> Congratulations again to Melanie. She is coming to see Solo at Star Wars at the VF exclusive premiere Tuesday. Theaters rented out. Only way in is to win your way in. That's it. Big thanks to Fisher Home Furnishings, the Levitt Group of Northern Utah, and Lynn's Audio and Video. They're helping us rent out that theater, so it's just us and all our friends watching the Star Wars movie. Now, we're going to be talking about texting and snapping, Snapchatting, and does it deserve a warning? We've also got another chance to win Star Wars tickets coming up, and McCall... We got to give away free lunch. I know. I'm so excited. We went and ate at Center Street Grill yesterday. Yes, we oh, did. It was so delicious. Mitch tried the pina colada I burger. I finally tried the pina colada burger, and can I say it was delicious? Yeah. It, it, it was amazing. It, it's got this combination of sweet and a little bit of spicy and meat. Meat. <laughs> so he's had it. He's loved it. Producer Butters has had it. He's loved it. It's on Tuesdays. McCall and I have both tried it. We loved it. Salesperson Eli had it. He loved it. It is delicious. It's a special on Tuesdays. But we're giving away free lunch because at the end of the month, we're doing lunch with listeners. So we're going to draw for that after Zed. We're going to have another sounder for your chance to win Star Wars tickets still to come in the next half hour. And warning people, do you need to? Do you? Text and Snapchats. We're going to get into that as well. All after Zed in about seven minutes. It's AJ and McCall with Mitch and Studios on VFX. AJ and McCall on VFX, Mitch in studio. So let's reset the scene. Right now, we're about to draw for a winner of Lunch with Listeners, McCall. That happens every month, last Thursday of the month, Center Street Grill. Now, we went there yesterday for yes, lunch, and it was fabulous. Yes, it I was. I swear, every time we go there, their food is just so stinking good. Upgrade to the sweet potato fries. It's oh, worth it. Oh, my gosh. Every time. Every time. It's so good. So... The way Lunch with Listeners works is you can get entered in and the store. They got a box there, has our faces on it, got entry forms, or you can go to utahsvfx.com, go to the contest section, enter in there, and then each Wednesday, right around 7.30 show, we draw, which we are doing now. And our winner is, McCall, Annalise Schluter. Yay! So her and guest are in. They join uh, Jeremy, Braxton, and Colleen, and their guest to come have lunch with us last Thursday. It's the 31st at 3 o'clock. One Wednesday left for this month. So get to utahsvfx.com and get yourself entered in. So congratulations to her. That's not the end of the winning. Sometime this hour, the Yoda Sounder is going to play. Yeah. Now the Star Wars impression you got to do today, McCall, is Jar Jar Binks. It's up in the game a little bit. We started with uh, Han Solo. Then we did Darth Vader. A little bit easier. Jar Jar, not exactly the most difficult, but up in it a little bit. So let's hear it, McCall. Give us your best Jar Jar. You know what? No, you did one yesterday. Let's hear it, Mitch. Uh, I don't even Jar Jar. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm trying to remember back to my episode. Misa loves Center Street Grill. Ooh, yeah, see? I was love good. it. Got all worked up about nothing. That was great. Whew. So that is. The impression you have to do. So when you hear Yoda, that's your cue to call. First person to call 435-787-0945 and give us a pretty good Jar Jar Binks impression. 
is going to win a pair of tickets to the VF exclusive premiere of Solo, a Star Wars story. That's happening Tuesday. Now, McCall, probably going to do an iPod Idol punishment for our bir- for my birthday, because it is my birthday, right. not for my birthday. The movie just happens to be on my birthday. Right. But I feel like you're going to try and sneak in some other stuff, too, because I oh, want to keep it pretty low-key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to be low-key. I want to keep my birthday low-key, but I'm announcing it to all of our listeners that uh-huh. it's my birthday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They can wish me a happy birthday. That's <laughs> fine. I don't expect them to really commit to the stuff that McCall is doing. I'm expecting like a, hey, happy birthday. That's it. McCall, I think, uh, you know, a pinata, I don't know, sparkle unicorn. I don't know what she's thinking, but she's uh, thinking of something. AJ's setting the bar high for his birthday for I know. He's setting it way higher than I was going to be setting it. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to just hang up one of those banners in here that says, it is your birthday. Thank you. That's okay. That's acceptable. I don't like being sung to. I don't like it. Well. Now McCall's going to get a whole theater of people to do it. I am. See? See? I have more. There's more things. See? But that is what you got to. Jar Jar Bates. Be working on that. Be listening for the cue to call. And while uh, we wait for Yoda McCall, this hour talk about texting, Snapchatting, warnings. Do there need to be warnings? Depends. Now, now not, of course, not with every text, not with every Snapchat. I'm talking about specific ones. Maybe it's a funny joke. Maybe it's something you want to, you think that some people may get a little worked up about. You got to keep a little bit quiet. Maybe, maybe you cut your finger with a pair of scissors and you Snapchatted your friends, but you wanted to give them a heads up. Hey, there's blood. Do yeah. you warn your friends, McCall? Yeah. Normally, when it comes to me warning my friends about messages, it's normally something like, and your phone's going to blow up with photos in three, two, and then all of the photos. That's a fair, that's a fair reason to give a warning, too. Like, heads up, I'm going to send you 10 messages. You're, it's okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've all been, in fact, so we have the the thread, uh, McCall, myself, producer Butters, and then intern Reagan, who was in yesterday, and we have a thread with her to coordinate with her. She had her first day yesterday, and... Producer Butters is on it so we can get coordinated when her schedule is. And he told me yesterday when he came in, he's like, yeah, I probably should have been on that thread. Getting texts at 5.30 in the morning like, hey, I'm here. Can you let me in? Was not something I needed. (laughs) (laughs) Half asleep Butters walks to his front door and says, what are you? Yeah. Yeah. He he probably did too. Yeah. He's probably, guys, at that hour, you're just so confused about what's going on anyways. What? So snaps, texts, warnings. Do you do it? Oh. Uh, got a phone call here. Uh, Sean is who they're telling me he's on the phone. So, Sean, when it comes to text and Snapchats, do you do warnings? Oh, of course not. They already know ahead of time that uh, they don't, <laughs> need be, don't, don't need to be opening my stuff uh, public places. So, keeping in mind, of course, so you're on the radio, but can you give me an example of uh, maybe the last time you sent someone a text that they might have appreciated a warning for? Yeah, actually, it was uh, at work at our, our work meeting, and I happened to be... Uh, scrolling through little Facebook and uh, had to forward a, a, a good quality meme and uh, apparently it had some sound with it. I didn't have my sound on my phone and um, they did. The conference call did not go very well after that. <laughs> I think I know exactly what Facebook video you're talking about too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, that's on them. If you got to be aware, you're at work. You got to have you got to have muted. You got to have it on vibrate. Otherwise, you're just asking for trouble. Yeah, that was definitely their mistake, not mine. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you're off the hook on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he is. Don't you think? You're at work. You got to have your sound off. Otherwise, you're asking for it. Oh yeah. Especially as you at a conference call, as you're playing with fire right there. If your <laughs> volume's up. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Especially in this in this job, you got to have your phone on silent, right? Yeah, because yeah. you never know what is going to end up coming through. Especially if I don't know AJ were to send me a message, or I were to send AJ a message, or usually it's like troll memes. Yeah, you're at work. Turn your volume off. You're yep. asking for it. Oh gosh. You're oh gosh. For it. Do you warn friends, family before you send snaps or messages? You can comment on our social media, Utah's VFX, or you can text us. No warning needed. It's cool. 68255, the number to text. Just start your text with VFX. Call now and win, you will. Oh, you heard Yoda. 435-787-0945, the number to call. Who's got that Jar Jar Binks impression? Win some Star Wars tickets. If you missed it, VFX have an exclusive premiere of Solo, A Star Wars Story. Tuesday, and your only way in is to win. And one of those ways is by showing off your best Star Wars impersonation. Yeah. Now today, it's Jar Jar Binks. Let's see if uh, we can get somebody to do it. Utah's VFX, who's this? This is Jerem. Jerem, how's it going, buddy? Good. Now, Jerem, uh, I got some good news for you. You're call number one, man! Yeah! Congratulations. Now, that's half the battle. You did get to be caller number one, but you got to give us a convincing Jar Jar Binks impression to actually win these tickets. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> Commanded by the gods, it was. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Congratulations, Chad. That's good. You win a fair ticket. You're going to the VFX exclusive premiere solo Star Wars story, my man. All right. Awesome, me- but Jared, while we got you on the air, real quick, text messages, Snapchats. Do you warn friends and family before you send them? Uh, uh, no. They should just come to expect it from you, right? Be like, hey, heads up. Your mind would be aware. Uh, it kind of depends on. What what it is? Uh huh. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Jeremy, hang on the line. McCall's gonna take some information from you real fast. All right. Con- congratulations to Jerem. Uh, he's going to see Solo, Star Wars story. Theater is rented out. McCall's gonna come up with some shenanigans for my birthday, mostly because I've made a big deal about it now. Yeah. And that's the type of person she is. That is the type of person I am. If you say you don't like something, I'm like, oh. Of course. Oh, you don't like something? Of course. Oh, okay. Huh? Convenient. <laughs> I just so happen to have that something uh-huh. right now. Big thanks to Lids Audio and Video, the Levitt Group of Northern Utah. Fisher Health Furnishings to help us rent out an entire theater. Again, the only way in is to win your way in. Next chance tomorrow, 6.50 during Florida or not. So we're talking about texts and snaps, McCall. We asked Jeremy. He said, eh, not really. Seems like his text, text Snapchat's pretty mild. Not really have anything to warn about. Now, I appreciate the fact that you said you warn people when it comes to blowing up their phones. Because that's a good heads up. Because you know, we've all been there, right? You text someone, someone texts you three or four times, maybe it's a group thing, you're like, all right, what do you want after your phone goes off four times? Yeah. I had a buddy who cut his finger the other day, sent us a heads up, hey, if you're squeamish, don't open that Snapchat. And then I didn't. And then I did, and it wasn't that bad. Oh. But those, I, I appreciate that heads up. I'm gonna I be do. Com- I'm going to be completely honest. I don't really use Snapchat that much. It's not like my social media of choice. Stock <laughs> plummeted again. Way to go, care. Kylie. <laughs> Gosh, whatever. I wish I had that much of a pull when it right? came to Snapchat stock. Speaking <laughs> of uh, text and snap warnings, we got Megan on the line as well. She tried to get Star Wars tickets, unfortunately didn't win today, but she was nice enough to hang around. So, Megan, your text, your Snapchats, do you warn people? No. No? They just come, should come to expect it, that your crazy humor is just going to be your crazy humor? Yep. They just they just got to be ready for it. I'm okay with that. I agree 100%. Like, they should know you, right? They should know, hey, maybe I shouldn't open this in front of, like, a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they need to be cautious when they're opening stuff. I, I think that's fair, McCall. If your friends don't know the type of humor that you have, are they really your friends? Yeah. They should know what's coming. 
at least have an inkling like, eh, I might want to wait till I'm in a closed off room to open this. <laughs> I don't trust my friends when it does come to Snapchats, and I'm like, nah, I should not be watching this. I, I think you're probably right. Speaking of friends being friends, that's actually part of the debate to date, except it's not text and, and Snapchats. It's uh, dating advice, McCall. Dating advice. Now, McCall's a self-proclaimed dating expert. We've got Mitch in studios today. No mention of me being a dating expert. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't say Mitch was a dating we expert because it would be a lie. We have a dating expert, and then we have Mitch. This, this is a different kind of dating <laughs> advice, Mitch. This is about you maybe can, trying to prevent something that shouldn't happen. You can weigh in on this one. I think, this you'll, one I think okay. you might have some takes on this. You sure you just don't want me to like leave and come back in an hour when the debate is <laughs> no, we over? No, we want to give you advice oh. and maybe find you a wifey. Yeah. Hashtag Tinder Wednesday. Tinder Wednesday. Is that a thing? Got a nice plan. That's not a thing. We got McCall and myself. It's usually should get asked all the time. We're going to get married. We got single Mitch, and then we got married intern Reagan. We got a nice blend of of people here. To variety, yeah, wide variety. Got a lot of perspectives here. Individuals. This this, this isn't about getting together. This is about maybe stopping something from getting together, Mitch. Yeah, because it doesn't need to belong together. You don't belong. That's what the debate ain't. And I think being a true friend, but we'll see if it actually is being a true friend coming up in uh, a little over five minutes. It's AJ McCall, Mitch in studios on VFX. Now again, Mitch, I know whenever we talk about dating advice, you get a little bit of trepidation and what McCall. Why do you say. keep saying this? Because you get a little worried about what we're going to say, what no. we're going to have you do. I'm comfortable as a cucumber. It's okay. cool as a cucumber, but I know. I, see, I, now I didn't he's know just getting awkward. He's, he's awkward because he's, he's <laughs> anxious about this. Now we're going to go have Mitch find a wife. Full of it. Mitch, go stand out on the road and... Uh, Nobody wants me to get married as much as McCall. Uh, that's, that's, that's true. Hey-o. I don't know if there's ever been a truer statement Mitch, on Mitch, can I be the best man in your wedding? Yeah. Ooh, she called huh. As long as you have he that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, a circumstance. Oh. Could you do it, McCall? Could you do it? Uh, no. Best man tips. Oh, uh, rude. Yeah, you, you could step up to the plate. Does AJ have to have a mustache? I'll draw a mustache on. I don't care. He, he doesn't care. It's your wedding. I'll do whatever you, know, you want to do. I, I, th- I have a twin brother. brother. He, he might be like my it. best man, I, but we'll we'll figure it out. Uh-huh. You know? Look, I deliver dynamite speeches. FYI. I, you know what? <laughs> have you have you seen the wedding singer that speech the brother gives? <sighs> it's not like, in a long time. I've always been the screwed up one, right, Dad? And he turns to his dad and he nods. And then he says, <laughs> "So and so would never beat up his landlord." <laughs> When my brother got married, I delivered that speech word for word, and my whole family knew it was a joke, and they were laughing, but the bride's family, they were looking at me like, what family is he marrying into? That's hilarious. (laughs) That's awesome. That is so good. So, speaking of weddings, yesterday we talked about ex's weddings, and would you go and all that. Now, this is about maybe stopping even a wedding from happening. This is about dating advice before the relationship starts, or maybe right as the relationship starts. And can you tell your friend, hey, I think you could do better? Maybe if they're, who knows what the reason is? McCall, maybe it's a rebound. Maybe they, their ex got married and they got invited and they're sad about it. <laughs> but is it okay to, to be blunt and honest and be like, look, they're really nice. I think you can do better. Hey, she is a really nice lady. Um, I think blunt. Eh. Maybe gotta, beat around the bush a little bit you first. Be tactful. Tactful. You gotta be very tactful so when it comes with, to this kind of a situation. No, that is not tactful. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's in the Geneva Convention, McCall. That is no. If you, if you started off with "with all due respect" or "no offense," you can say whatever you <laughs> exactly. want. Exactly. That's not no. how it goes. <laughs> we'll get his. Here's what I love. We've gotten into more of these advice debated dates, and we've had people call it immediately, ready to give their take on it. So we've got Rachel on the line, and she's been briefed. Now, Rachel, can you give friends? Can you do that talking to? Can you have that quote unquote talk? Yes, I think, but you still have to be a supportive friend. I mean, obviously you just want the best for your friend, but I mean, you don't want to push them away. So warn them, of course, but if it goes wrong, you just want to be there to pick up the pieces and help them through it. So is this one of those things where you want to be nice, so even though you're going to say maybe possibly mean things, you start out with, with all due respect, and then you let them know, (laughs) I think you could do a little bit better? Yes. Be honest with me now. Have you ever given one of those speeches to one of your friends? Just let them know, hey, I think you could do a little bit better. Multiple times. Multiple times. So you're a pro at this then. Yeah. And does it go well? Uh, I mean, yeah. In the long run, we kind of just end up saying, go ahead, do what you want. But if it doesn't work out, I'll say I told you so. Are you one of those people that says, I told you so at the end? Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So that sounds like trying to give advice, and then her end was like, well, do what you want, and I'm just going to be here at the oh. end and tell you I told you so. <laughs> yeah. Was that factored into your with all due respect? I did never say that you can say all due respect. I think that is, I hate that. I hate with all due respect, or no offense, but no, just no. So I can't start it off with with all due respect. No. She's great, but dude, come on. No, you can literally sit down and say, look, your girlfriend's great and all, but I hate her. (laughs) That sounds like something you would say. I know. but Mitch, your girlfriend's great and all, and I want you to be married, but I hate her. So, (laughs) no. I want you to be happy. And that's usually how I would how I would address that it. That is not any better. There's somebody that I have talked to before about this situation who asked me, okay, I don't think I would give advice unless it was asked for. If somebody were to come and ask me, hey, what do you think about so-and-so? I'm kind of frustrated. Da, 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 da. I would sit down and I, say, I would say, look, the one thing I want is for you to be happy. That's the one thing that I want for you to, for you to be. And I can tell that you're not happy with them. And I hate them. But... It's your life. Uh, am you I the what? only one that hears what she says? I want you to be happy. I'm still hearing with all due respect. Yeah, it's just different word. You know <laughs> I'm what? Still hearing it. The only uh, I've had friends do this to me, sort of, sort of, but it's not while I'm in the relationship. It's always after, after. and then they're like, "Oh, it's all right, oh, you know, that you're see, upset because you can do way better." And that's I'm like, not your, that's "What? Not your why don't you tell me that?" Like, that's not your friends. Ago. See, I get I your get, friends if stop you advice, during the relationship. If you get asked advice, they do after I get the question is they get into a relationship. You can see because sometimes admit it. You're in situations they can't see it. Yep. You can. You're outside it. Can got, you do that talking? You know to? what? You they know got what? honeymoon I, eyes. Can you do that talking to you know and what? let I did, them know? I did the opposite once. Okay, so My Mitch has buddy. got a story to share. We're gonna get into this. Can you do the talking to and say, hey? I think you could do better. That's the debate at 8. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Speaking of exes. Uh-oh. <laughs> speaking of relationships. Somebody get invited probably, to another wedding? No. Speaking of relationships that probably should have ended, thankfully did end. Somebody should have given that talking to. Kevin Federline. Yeah, Britney somebody should have given Britney Spears that talking to. <laughs> oh, oh, please. I don't know that she was in the place to be able to hear that, oh, though, at wouldn't. that point in time. I don't even think you need, with all due respect, to be like, Britney, no. Him Brittany, is, honey, him is crazy. Get out. 
Get out now. He is currently getting $20,000 a month in child support. Okay, that's buku bucks. That's $240,000 a year just for literally doing nothing. I mean, to an extent, because I really don't know how often he has the kids. That's too to be much, completely Bob. Regardless, honest. it's still too much, Bob. He wants three times that. He wants Brittany to give him $60,000 a month for these kids. $720,000 a year. I don't know what you are doing for those kids if you're taking them on like 14 cruises a week or what you're doing. Those are short cruises. They literally don't even land on the mainland. They just actually ship hop. <laughs> jump, kids, jump. They actually eat that gold chicken that was on our Facebook Probably. page. Probably. I don't know what in the world they're doing that is going to require them, require him to need $60,000 a month for these kids. Nothing. Nothing. He doesn't need it. Like I get that she's they're Britney Spears' kids and they're entitled to a li- a very lavish and great lifestyle. Absolutely. But I think twenty thousand is still more than enough. I'm reminded of a video Uh-oh. F- from Dr. Phil Uh-oh. a couple of weeks ago oh, that was released. Yeah, no, exactly. You know that, which one I'm talking about. My girl. mom only gave me four thousand dollars a month, please, fool. Some she of us don't even 16. make that much money. Why not even sixteen? You hoser. <sighs> You called her a hoser. <laughs> she was. She was. Because if you didn't know, I don't know if you heard this or not. In Canada, friends bite friends' ears off. That happened in no, Florida yeah. or not? So anyone morning. that's like, I don't, I don't think this is good advice. We'll get that's for the debate today. Hey, in Canada, friends bite friends' ears off. So Taylor Swift, we're getting off of that crazy train. Taylor Swift is honoring her friend Camila Cabello because she's sick. She was getting the crowd to chant "Get Well Soon" at the concert. Hopefully, Camila gets better. I don't know what she's sick with because she was at the Billboard Music Awards this earlier. I think she this tweeted week. that she had like a really bad case of dehydration and some form yeah. of like I think the flu. I uh, I just feel really bad for it. I do what, too. A, what an opportunity to get to tour with Taylor Swift. I know, and they were in like Portland or Seattle last night. Yeah. So I feel really bad. Charlie XCX ended up taking over and did an incredible job. Took over her extra set time, I guess. But, yeah. Hmm. Hope she gets better. I hope next time uh, I'm sick, Taylor Swift will have everybody chant. Selena Gomez is a prime example for the debate date on VFX. Is she? Yeah. You don't think that... uh her mom, her, Taylor Swift, or her mom, or literally everyone in the world doesn't feel like they can give her advice when she's like, hey, I'm going to go back to Justin Bieber for the 57th time. <sighs> yeah. 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 I'm, still, I'm, McCall, still sad about, I'm still sad about this. I know. Sure you want Jelena to live on. I just liked them together. I mean, I get it if they're not good for each other, but... <laughs> Mitch at Studios, and we're going to hear his story about how he did it in reverse after we talk to Melanie, who we've got on the phone. Now, Melanie, for the debate at eight... Friends, can you give them that talking to when it comes to the possibly getting in a relationship you don't necessarily think is a good idea? Absolutely. And Here's how, the thing. Go a ahead. lot of women, even though they like act like they have self-confidence and they might even be cocky, a lot of women will be so desperate to be in a relationship that they'll accept any anything that comes along. Yep. I don't let my friends act like that. Good for you. Yeah, no, not acceptable. Like, I'm serious. Like, I've been single for a long time, and it's not because people don't hit on me. It's because I know what I want and what I'm looking for, and I'm not willing to settle. Bravo, Bravo. Melanie. I like it. I do, too. If you're not looking out for your friends, are you really being a friend? Are you a friend? Yeah, it's like like if you have a friend, and they have, like, a big old boogie in their nose, and you don't tell them because you don't want to have that awkward conversation, and you let them go out in public like that, that's just me. Exactly. 
You're not being a friend at all. Exactly. Yeah, so it's good. You can help the friends remove that boogie of a relationship from their nose. I wonder if I have ever been that proverbial boogie in someone's nose. And they were talking. But their friends said, <laughs> and the, the girls were talking to each other like, nah, you, you got to get rid of him. He's, you can do better. Don't do that to yourself, Mitch. Yeah, you can't Don't think like that. No, it's just a thought. I, it just Don't think like that. Stop head. thinking. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not like beating myself up. I'm just thinking, man, I wonder if that's ever been me. Man, I can't right, believe Mitch. that Mitch is just beating himself I'm up. I'm ready like for this. this story now. How did you <laughs> okay, do this in reverse? It was reverse. So I had a roommate that was dating the coolest girl ever. Um, and she was super pretty. And to be honest, she was out of his league. Uh oh. <laughs> and he was like, ah, I, I, <laughs> she was smart. She was a complete package. And he just said, Guys, I think I'm going to break up with her. And I stopped and I said, Look. I'm not going to name his name, but I said, you are never going to do better than that. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. You are not going to find anything better than that. Um, she is. And, and that's not bashing him. That is no. just saying how amazing this girl was. And uh, he, uh, he broke up with her anyways, and he was depressed for a long time. And moral of the story, he's been miserable ever since. More of the story, listen to Mitch. Yeah. More of the story that's, is that's listen still, to Mitch. That's sort of opposite of what I was referring to, but it's the same thing. Same thing. Can you give your friends that talking to about their relationships? A little bit different, but still along the same subject. Friend gets in a relationship, McCall. Mitch. We'll use Mitch as an example. Sorry, Mitch. Of course, Mitch I'm the example. finally meets uh-huh. a lady he likes, but you see it, McCall. It's not going to work. You see something about her. Your instincts are like, no, Mitch, this is not good. She's not funny. She's not nice. Whatever it may be, she doesn't like dogs. <gasps> yeah, triggered. Can you give Mitch that talking to? Could you do it? Could you say, Mitch, with all due what respect? You, no, what do you mean you don't know? I know well, you well enough, McCall. You would tell me. I don't I know, know that you. we are tight enough yet, Mitch. Ooh. We're tight. TBH. Take that, We're tight. Slugger. Yeah, we're tight. But I feel like I just don't know if I could <laughs> give that talking to, to you. I, I, I'd probably say things maybe a little passive aggressively, sort no, of. No, not Be you. passive with it. <laughs> Shut up, Mitch. No, I'd probably I, be... I think he might be a little tighter with you than you think. <laughs> I think I'd probably be passive over it a little bit and be like, oh, well, did you see so-and-so? Wow, she's really pretty. I could see. <laughs> and you'd probably say something like, well, I'm in a relationship. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. I could see you that. saying something before AJ. AJ. Yeah, I can see me saying something before AJ would. And I could see both of you saying something before producer Butters. No. It, producer Butters no. would Producer Butters would probably uh tell he'd put it like it is. You, you know oh, he lays it oh, out pretty please. thick. There mm. have been plenty of occasions where it's been like, oh He's well, not a subtle uh, individual. Butters, I wasn't really like asking an opinion, but okay. <laughs> uh Mitch, I think for me. I would wait till you asked me, maybe until it got to a certain point. Yeah. Only because in my friend circle, my really tight group of friends that I refer to all the time, there's three of us. There's a defined way that we handle this exact situation, and Memes. it's 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 not for everybody. Because <laughs> if you don't have thick skin, I don't think you'll take it well. Uh, I I think I could handle it. All right. Well, we'll see. I'll put you to the test. Uh, I'll tell you my story. After DJ Snake coming up in about eight minutes, and we'll see uh, we'll see what McCall's take on it is as well. Can you give your friends that talking to? They're dating. Maybe you think they could do better, or Mitch's story's a great example too. Someone's like, eh, no, they're great. Trust me, you're doing awesome. <laughs>
Can you give them that talking to? You can call like Melanie did, like Rachel did, 435-787-0945. You can text 68255. Start your text with VFX. And, of course, we're on all social media. Follow us if you haven't already. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Utah's VFX, all one word. See if Mitch can handle how my friends do it when it comes to relationships in about seven minutes. AJ and McCall with Mitch in Studios. Now, I'm sure that song was always about Selena Gomez, right. but especially since we're in this debate today, it rings even more true. Yeah, I especially would say since so. We just played the new Selena Gomez like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Uh huh. They just singing about each other all the time, McCall. All the they time. They in love. AJ and McCall at VFX. Now, the debate today is a question Can you give your friends that talking to if they're in a relationship maybe you don't think is a good idea for them? Or as Mitch told his story, they're in a relationship that's great for them and they're thinking about ending it. Can you give them that talking to? We're going to see if Mitch can handle how my friends do it. But first, we got Logan on the line. Logan's a good friend of ours. I'm counting on him. Now, Logan, you agree, right? You're with me. You can do this talk. Exactly. You don't have to say no offense or I'm not trying to be rude, but you just got to tell them straight up. Just be like, this is how it is. Look, your girlfriend's a witch. Yeah. I don't like her. She's not friend, good right? for you. You let know, like, hey, this is probably not a good idea. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, not like that, but just say, hey, just give them the straight-up answer. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I mean, if you're friends, you're truly friends, you should be able to be honest with them. Well, yeah, if they're your best friends, they're, you know, you're looking out for them or vice versa. So. Right. Absolutely. Hey, and Mitch, yes. get married. <laughs> yeah, Logan! <laughs> Team Mary Mitch. Got I'll, it. I'll, I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Logan. I love that because McConnor, like, yeah, totally. You could say this and this and this. And Mitch was very quietly over there. And then he's like, hey, M- Logan, excuse me. Hey, Mitch, get, get married. married. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. cheering for you, Mitch. Everybody's it, cheering for sounds you. Sounds like my mother. We're marrying um, Mitch off. <laughs> okay, now I just lost my train of thought. I had a good point to bring. Okay, I think here's how you figure out if this is a like your true friend or not. Because if you say to someone... I'm going to use McCall's words that she just Great. told Logan to say, you know, I don't like your girlfriend. She is a witch. Now, if you say that to somebody and there's a good chance they're not going to be friends with you anymore. So this is a good friendship <laughs> test because that could really, you know, if somebody cares about someone and they're dating them, that could really hurt some feelings if you if you uh, just throw it at them like that. No, I obviously went over the top with this. I know, but even, but even softer Mitch, on that. No, sometimes you have to go over the top don't lie, to get McCall. the point across. You've said that before. You've said it before. It's okay. Sometimes. Don't lie. All right, Mitch, here's how it works in my friend circle. This is the test. So there's four of us. There's me, Andrew, Corey, and Jeff. For the longest time, it was the four of us. I've met one of them, right? You have met Jeff. Yep. Jeff was here. Corey is the one that is married. And when he met Kim and they got super serious, they're celebrating, I think, four years this year, I think, married. She became part of the group. And the way that sort of works is sometimes the married couple takes over the group. So the way that it became when it came to other girlfriends joining after they deemed that they were the serious couple is that they gave, if you're a friend of How I Met Your Mother, the front porch test. I, I've seen the show. I don't remember that. The front porch test was could they see said girlfriend, because the rest of us were guys, on the front porch with them in the future, doing double dates, doing all the things that we like to do as friends. So this is how it works in this friend group. You date for about a month, and they're like, okay, maybe this is a serious relationship. And then once that happens, they're allowed to say whatever they want in the friend group. For instance, I have, a, not me, but a friend of mine in the in the group now has been dating for a while. 
about two months in, they're like, oh, this is going to go for a while. They let him have it because they were not happy about his girlfriend. Not even prompted. Like, we're playing video games online one time, and they're like, hey, uh, by the way, I no, I don't like her, man. I think it's a terrible idea. I think you could do way, just verbatim everything they thought. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, that that seems it can be, a, it might be a little harsh, but uh, maybe that's something they need to hear. I mean, maybe it's for their own good, right? Uh, in my opinion, and this is how I justify it, I've been friends with all of them since high school, if not late. But earlier. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Later. Friends don't know, don't know the girl like the person dating them because you can be like, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but but she actually is a little bit nicer than you're giving her credit for. She actually is, you know, like such and such. It's they don't nobody knows her like like the guy dating her. Uh. Yeah, and Carly commented that said doesn't matter who it is, they're not going to hear it. Or they're not going to see it or hear it till they hear it or see it. And yes, however, speaking as someone who's gotten involved in a lot of bad relationships, even against some of my own instincts, if you've been friends with someone since high school, middle school, heck, I've known Corey since kindergarten. Odds are they got a pretty good feel for what you're looking for, especially once we go through high school and college and they've seen us date. We've seen each other date. I think we have pretty good instincts for one another. And Heck, I trust McCall. We were in the situation thanks. last year. I would, I would trust McCall's thanks. judgment on this. It just depends on how strong fe- uh, friends you are with yeah, someone. Yeah, and it, it, it depends on, like, like AJ had said a little bit ago when he said they're not going to see it. Was it you that said that? Or yeah. was that Mitch? Sometimes but you're they're, not going to see you're it. You're not going to see it until they. Well, sometimes like you got to point it out. Sometimes like you Melanie have to said. point it out and say, "Hey, this is actually what's going on." And then you you get to see it, you know, because that person may know said individual on a more intimate level, but at the same time, they don't always know them when they're not with you, too. Relationship goggles, Mitch. Relationship, <laughs> Relationship goggles. goggles. You want to know one that we actually pointed out to my roommate? Uh-oh. So he had started having this girl come over to the apartment. This was years ago. And, um, and man, I walked in the apartment and I go, something smells terrible. <laughs> And then my my uh, my other buddy walks in. My other roommate says, "Oh, something smells bad." And then the third roommate, his this girl, it wasn't his girlfriend, but she finally left. And then the smell was gone. And we went, "Hey, we think so and so smells really bad." <laughs> and he's like, "Really? I don't I don't catch it." And then oh, no. the other day, the three of us. Are, then a few days later, the three of us are watching a movie. She comes over, and we, me and my other buddy, look at each other. Like, yep, it's her. She stinks. <laughs> and we had to tell our friend, like, she smells awful. <laughs> Like, she was a cute girl. Is his nose broken? I don't know. He never noticed it. But, like, she would come over and be like, it smells like, you know, when you let your laundry sit in the in the washer for yeah. a few days. She smelled like that every time she came over. And we had to, like, say, hey, she smells bad. I don't know if you don't notice that. but she Those stinking relationship terrible. goggles work on your nose, too. See? Called Prime nose example. goggles. Prime example. Yep. I I think it's okay. I my fr- I said there's only four of us, so we we've been tight for a long time. But yes, right. I think it's totally acceptable to be like, hey, here's the deal. I don't think this is a good idea. Agreed. That's the debate at eight. Is it okay? Six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. All social media is Utah's VFX. Of course, you can call like Logan and Melanie and Rachel did four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. The debate at eight, very simply put, could you, should you, in a boat, in a house, with a mouse? Oh, gosh. 
Give that talking to to your friend who maybe needs some dating advice they don't see. AJ and McCall at VFX, Mitch in studios. And I want you to know, Mitch, this has all been leading up to basically since McCall wants to get you wifed and us talking about this, that basically we're going to pass judgment on the new future Mrs. Henline. The new future Mrs. Henline. Yep. TBD. We're going to make sure that you get a quality gal to be your wife. Thanks, guys. I wasn't so, sure what just, you were saying when you said TBD. I was like, to be determined. I got it. Down I got for food. it. That's what it means. Down for food. Down got for it. Food. Every <laughs> single, no matter what the letters are, every single acronym I use means something about food Down or food. getting food. Okay, saying I am okay with getting food. Tacos at three. You know, whatever. Right. 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 <laughs> but we're Mitch. We're just prepping you because now that you're part of the team, your dating life is now also our business. Yep. Fair. And every listener out there. Yeah. It is their business. Yeah. It is your business, and, uh, specifically. And uh, as McCall can attest, and I will back her up, it's a, it takes a special special someone to be able to cope with, with the relationship in radio. Oh, it does. See? Bless <laughs> Dustin's soul. Who else would be able to tolerate McCall in a mustache? Excuse me, a sparkle stash. I sent Dustin a picture, and he's sparkle like, oh, stash. shoot. I'm just glad we all have our superhero names now. And I McCall is stuck with sparkle stash. Mitch is Supersonic Slugger. Supersonic Slugger. I'm Sunrise Samurai. Now, to recap, the reason why I am Sparkle Stash and the reason why we came up with these nicknames is because AJ and Mitch are on a softball league together. Yes, we are. And we made a wager, I made a wager that AJ wouldn't get a hit yesterday, and he did. So I did. Our My wager, first bat. Our wager Stand up was single. a, a yeah. mustache, and RBI I have single. one now. Yeah, it looks good. It's on, our, it's on our social media. It's Utah's VFX. And ladies out there, because Logan said it earlier, get married, Mitch. Yeah, Mitch. Mitch is five for six to start the season off. That is not, not my height. That is my batting average. That is his batting average. Mitch <laughs> is a solid six. a solid at least 5'11", 6 maybe, I am, 6 flat. I'm going to say 5'10 and a half, rounded five, up to 5'11". Yeah. He looks good out there. He may caught a deep fly ball, too. I'm going to brag Mitch up a little bit more since we're on the debate at eight. Hey, if you're single, Mitch is, Mitch is also single. Caught a deep fly ball? <laughs> Somebody wife him. Oh, you guys are you guys are talking me up too much. Ladies Hashtag Tinder Wednesday. But stats. You are five for six in your first six at-bats, and yes. you did catch a deep fly ball yesterday. And to be fair, I did not have to move to catch that ball, but my feet, man, they were happy. I'm like, oh, no, it's going deeper. Nope, it's going, <laughs> no, it's going right to me. But the uh, debate today today is is can you give that that talking to to your friends? Now Sam commented on Facebook. He tells VFX. She says you can try to talk to me, but I won't listen. It's my life. It's my relationship. I have to date the person, not you. So back off and just support me. Just fair. This this sounds like it's a very uh, touchy subject. Now <laughs> been there before. Huh? If somebody were to ask advice, I will give you advice. I will give you my one hundred percent honest opinion. Do you of think there's someone out there that says if you ask my advice, I won't give it to you. I'm only going to give it to you if you don't want it. If there's you want my advice, I'm going to sugarcoat this and make you feel good. That's usually <laughs> how it is. Because if you if you want my oh. advice and you ask for my advice, I will tell you straight up. Oh, yeah, so I don't think that they're right for you. I will be honest with you. And then, yeah, but you, and you shouldn't be able to get offended if you ask for advice. Right. You if say you say, that, what's right? what's your honest opinion, I will give it oh, to you yeah, blatantly no honest. If you, want, if you want honesty, I will give you honesty. Yeah. And if you get mad at me, I will get mad at you because, duh, if you want honest opinion, I'll give it to you. Here's here's the deal, Sam. You're not wrong. Of course. Absolutely in your friends, not. Like, even in my friends, they talk about it. Very blunt about this. They do the front porch test. But even we have a, for instance, the friend that got talking to did not, not, did not, not date that girl. They're still dating. And so if you are friends, then the, the solution would be, this is our advice. If you're going to go, well, we want you happy and we love you still. So we're, it's not like we're not going to hang out with you. 
Right. So I'm just saying, don't get super duper mad if your friends, because they're just trying to look out for you. If they're telling you, hey, this is a bad idea, there's probably good reason why it's a bad idea. Yeah. Probably good reason. And it, it depends, because if there's one person, I would say you can question it. If there's like seven or eight or nine or 15 or all of the people, maybe you should step back and look at the situation. Ian texted us also, 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. He said, yes, he can. He said, in fact, his friends have a bad habit of dating people that are probably not the best ideas, so he does this often. (laughs) Oh. Eh, Apparently, you found your role in your friends group. You're the, the voice of reason. Which one of the three of us is the voice of reason? Who has that role in this circle? Let's start. Uh, it depends on the in. situation. Oh, so we trade. I think situationally it changes on who's who's asking for advice. Huh. Okay. When it comes to picking lunch, I think I am the only voice of reason. Yeah. Mitch is like, let's go here. Yeah. Everyone's like, let's go get this disgusting restaurant. And I'm like, no, how about this delicious restaurant? And then we go to the delicious restaurant and everyone's happy. Now just apply that to your friend's dating life and boom, you're done. <laughs> Just like that. Boom, done. Easy enough. That's the debate today. Can you, should you give your friends that talking to if maybe they're dating someone they shouldn't? You just got a feeling, think it's a bad idea for them. Keep commenting on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. One word, Utah's VFX. Utah's VFX, who's this? Hey, it's Brad. Hey, Brad. How's it going, man? Hello. So I think my stance on that is should you give your friends a talking, I think yes to an extent. Right. Um, one thing that I keep on saying that is just driving me off the wall is I have a lot of friends that are uh, girls, and they end up with these guys that live in their mom's basement, have a car payment, and work at a minimum wage job. Right. And then they start talking about getting married in three months. So I I don't understand. Do you not want to have anything nice in your life? Right. Uh, do you not want somebody with goals? So I think if there is something that you can see then i think it's perfectly okay to go give your friend or your friend i'm talking to and usually if they respond um kind of like the uh comment that was said earlier about it's my relationship stay out of it it's my life my choices right that's usually because so many friends have told them that they are wrong that they're trying to prove that they're not right they're trying to prove they don't waste all that time it's like an overcompensation tactic yeah that's exactly what i I mean out of all my friends is that i've had that talking to and i've been told that that's exactly what it's been. Yeah, yeah and, and really, the thing is, and if you don't want to take your friend's advice, then maybe you need to rethink your friends. Because for me, it's you can't you can't pick your family. You can pick your friends. So you're supposed to build that group that you trust. So when they come to you and maybe say something you don't like, you know that they're doing it because they're looking out for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, that's why I trust all my friends. I, I trust them to give me the hard, cold truth. Absolutely. Even when I don't ask for it. If I'm doing something that's stupid, I expect them to tell me that I am. 100% Brad with you totally with you and then but you also gotta watch out for those ones um, when my wife and I first started dating um, her aunt um, her aunt's 100% Russian they came over here from Russia um, her aunt was telling her that I am just a typical American Marine uh, boy don't get involved with me um, I'm actually a kind of a spitting image in my personality as my wife's dad oh, and uh-huh. her aunt pointed that out so she didn't kiss me for like two weeks <laughs> so, it's, I guess it's pretty much just on what they're telling you. If it's something that sounds legit more than, oh, you know, he's just typical this or typical that. Right. It's like, right. hey, this is what I'm seeing. You know, they're coming home at 2 a.m. They're telling you they fell asleep at a friend's house. They're saying they're on Xbox Live, but you have them on Xbox Live and they're not on. Um, they, yeah, there's, there's, there's telltale signs to anything.
hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. I will let you guys get off and uh, talk to uh, other people on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Thanks so for much calling. for calling, Brad. Bye, guys. Okay, so all of the debated eight, we were talking about exes. Well, we were talking about lecturing people on dating people so maybe they could be exes. Just, just stop from a future ex, yeah. Prevent the whole thing from happening. Somebody needed to talk to Brittany. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. Like About when, a lot of things. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. So Kevin Federline. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He's getting $20,000 a month of child support, Too right? Much. For his two kids. So that's the equivalent of $10,000 a kid. For, for those doing math. I make that in a year, please. Ha <laughs> 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 uh, Money jokes. So. I now, stole that from Homer Simpson, sorry. Oh, okay. So now he wants to triple it to $60,000 a month. Seems like a haggling tactic. Like he said, I'll shoot, I'll shoot for 60, and then if I get 40, cool. This dude, $20,000 a month should be plenty to take care of children. See, yeah. Plenty. How many kids is this? Two. Two, so two kids. He's, he's, he's not like... It's literally $10,000 a month. It's not like month. taking... Is, he doesn't have like a whole orphanage he's running no. or something. No. This is, two this kids. Is two of his own kids. Two kids. No, I'm not sure where his money is going. I know there was an issue a couple of months ago with... This same thing. Okay, Fed wanted more money. Britney Spears' dad was like, no, fool. Let's see your tax return and figure out where the heck your money actually right. went. Because it obviously didn't go to the kids. But And I get it because the kids are a big, important part of your life. Yes. Obviously. See. Kids don't need $20,000 a freaking month to feed them, to take care of them, unless you're giving them golden chicken nuggets. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. I think you could spend even half that per kid, five G's a month, and still have, you know, five G's each to play with. Look, look you'll at be this. All right. I'm looking at a picture right now with their son, Jaden, and he's holding a bag of Skinny Pop. I know for certain that's only like $2.50 at the store. You don't need $20,000. That's a lot of Skinny Pop. <laughs> what is a Skinny Pop? It's popcorn. Skinny Pop popcorn. Oh. Is it like little popcorn or is it just like locale popcorn? It's like locale. All popcorn's locale. It's like locale popcorn. <laughs> it's like Mitch got to, to upset because you're like, that's ah, not locale. All popcorn's locale. <laughs> unless, unless, of course, it's like so much butter is soup or something. Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend buying a brand new three-bedroom New York penthouse. Welcoming their second child, $9.02 million. Talk to Fed. He'll give you the money. That's the 411 this hour. Now, we got Mitch at Studios, McCall. Yes. Part of the team, AJ McCall on VFX. And if you've watched iPod Idol, you've seen some of the videos we've done in here. Right. Uh, the Habanero challenge that I did for losing iPod Idol probably gave you a decent scope of the lay of the studio. Yeah. Uh, Not exactly the most space in here. No. We've got a bunch of monitors. we got the board. we got mics. Now we got three people in here. Right. So it, it's feeling a little cramped. A little bit. However, it's no, it's better in here than it would be to say, be in an, an elevator. elevator. This is like two and a half elevators. This One, two, I'd say, I'd say closer four. to four. If you it put depends a dividing how big the line, elevator quarter, is. Oh, now you're quarter copping dividing out. line. <laughs> I bet you there are elevators bigger than this, like those industrial ones. Yeah, of course there is. Yeah, so absolutely. Now you're just copping out again. This oh, reminds I'm just, me. I'm just talking. I'm tired. This reminds me of the elevator in the hotel that we stayed at when we were in Atlanta. That's a big elevator. I, yeah, it was massive. I would say maybe two of them. 
There you guys go, bragging about Atlanta again. Hey, you're part of the morning show. You can do cool stuff sometimes. Uh, but elevators, nonetheless. We're gonna prevent. We're gonna present you. Prevent you. We're gonna prevent you from dating someone you shouldn't. We did that. We're gonna present you a situation and see how comfortable you are. Yeah. That's gonna be coming up after uh, Calvin Harris, and I hope that you're not claustrophobic. Is all I'm gonna say. It's AJ and McCall with Mission Studios on VFX. AJ McCall on VFX. Now, if you check our social media, Utah's VFX, you will see that we just jammed 12 people in here. And I'd say not not necessarily jam-packed, but shoulder-to-shoulder. Uh, yeah, I would say shoulder-to-shoulder. amount of personal space mm. violation. However, I think we should get more in here. We need to make this a, a thing this summer. We're going to see how many people we can stick in the VFX studio. Did I ever tell you uh, a car dealership that I work with a lot, Murdoch, had a contest once to see, it was a school spirit week thing, to see which school could fit the most kids, it was Volkswagen, in a VW Beetle. They said, I think it was 25 kids in a v, in a Beetle. That sounds dangerous. 25 kids! Well, they weren't driving down the road or anything. Well, I mean, just like, I, I would feel very... Were my, there any seats in the v, in the Beetle? Yeah, I think it was just a normal Beetle. 25 kids, though. Man, those are like stacked on stacked on stacked on stacked. Like, 12 in here wasn't terrible, but... I wonder if... Once we had three now, if Denise was coming to do some filming and we had producer buddies, that's five. Once and it five feels a little here, bit like, like, oh, we're a little squishy in getting here. Getting kind of bumping, bumping you, in you here. You know the school bit. just said, okay, let's find the smallest kids because we're going to, you know, beat those rivals at how many people we can fit in a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. Logan but, High got 23. You don't think Skyview can get 25? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. But that being said, 12 people in here, wasn't jam-packed, but it, it was shoulder to shoulder. And I'm just impressed at actually how much room we have in here because I was thinking 12 people would be really, really, really squishy. That's really, now I think next time you complain something small, like Mitch with your house, be like, oh, this room's small. And then you're like, ah, wait a second. And then you show how many people you could fit in the room. I can literally is fit it now? My house is small, people. but I live alone, so it's a mansion. How would you feel if people, McCall, you're, re, you're uh, redoing your house. How would you feel if while you were looking at that house, that's how they described it. How big's the room? It could fit 42 people in oh it. Oh my gosh. I'm going to start. That's going to be my new description for the way that, that I explain rooms. I'm going to start. Hey, hey, I need an entourage. Okay, I need 150 people cramming this room. Okay, you all can't get in there? Okay, there's 137 and a half people in this room right now. To, we can fit so all of them. To be fair, that's how you describe other things. You know, how big's your car? It's a five-seater. How oh, big is, you know, how big's that tent? No. Oh, it's a six-person tent. It's <gasps> a four-person tent. He's got a point. But a four-person tent is actually like a three-person tent comfortably. Right, because if you put six people in there, you're like laying across each other. Yeah. And you end up like, having like... Are you playing people Jenga? Oh, this can fit six 12-year-olds, but... <laughs> Okay, you also that being can't said, put any of your equipment inside of Mitch, it. Mitch is definitely onto something with how you describe it. That being said, I never want to hear how an elevator... I don't want to hear an elevator described that way. No. Nah. This is a 15-person elevator. Cool. I still want it to be just me. This one has capacity at 47 people. Cool. It's still going to be just me. Yeah. I mean... Here's McCall, please provide this ridiculous statistic so people can understand how we got an elevator. Okay. Because this is what spawned this whole conversation. Now, here's our statistic, because apparently we do research on uh, everything. I mean, what type of music sharks, sharks like? We talk yeah. what type of music yeah. li- sharks like? <laughs> the amount of people you'd like to be stuck in an elevator with, ideally, because obviously <laughs> there's there's this issue in Logan, Utah, apparently that you get stuck in elevators all the time, really, constantly. <laughs> obviously, the epidemic. size of the elevator uh-huh. is a big factor to this because right. there are different sizes of elevators, but twenty five percent of people 
say if the elevator were to get stuck, they'd just want to be alone. So it definitely wouldn't be cramped. Yes. 31% of people, which is the majority in this statistic okay. statistical study, I'm with them. They say one person. I would want to mm. be with, like, Dustin. We could just hang out and just wait, I guess, for the elevator, I and mean, then we could just talk. If I had my druthers, yes, one person that I know. But even if it was stuck, maybe one person so I don't go insane. Absolutely. Because how long are you going to be stuck in an but elevator that's for? about the extent of it. 30% of people say a small group, like two or three people. She's like, yeah, okay, sure, if if you have kids or something. Right. No, I'm I not, don't want to be stuck in an elevator no. with my kids I'm if not, I had kids. I'm not to a point where, like, I'll say... Okay, you just go. I'll get the next one. I'm not that uncomfortable with it, but if I have my, dr- I just want the elevator to myself. Right. I don't know why. I just want to be in it by myself. But get this statistic: one percent of people. Now I get it. One percent of people is a little amount of people. They want it to be packed. Why though? I don't know if it's a safety in numbers type thing. I don't know what the deal is. Why they want it to be packed? I don't think safety in numbers applies when you're haven't stuck seen, in a tight space. Haven't That's- they seen Captain America? Winter Soldier, what happens when it gets packed? You get punched in the face. <laughs> Zombie outbreak happens. My favorite yeah, stuck in the elevator scene from anything is The Office. And Dwight, like 10 seconds into it, he's peeing in the corner. We have to establish a pee corner. <laughs> <laughs> I, there, I think that those people, McCall, that are always worried they're going to miss the spontaneous raves. So they're like, okay, if this is jam-packed, <laughs> if a rave breaks out, I'm not going to miss it. You got one guy in the I'll corner. I'll be going, here. Mm-ts, 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 Either that or a spontaneous mosh pit. You know what? I, I've never been terrified of being stuck in an elevator until I read this story. It was two years ago. This Chinese lady, it was over in China, she, um, she got into her apartment, co- her apartment complex's elevator, and it broke. People just thought, oh, the elevator's broke. No one checked it out. She ended up just being stuck in there for a month and died. Because no one ever found her or checked on her, and they finally went to fix the elevator, and they found her. Did they not have a, did she not have a cell phone? I don't know. Apparently, I, apparently not. not. Yeah, she didn't have any like family. That makes me think of Mitch. You've you've traveled. I'm a call. You and I went to Atlanta last year. You ever seen those big, big high rise apartments? I'm talking like hundred stories. Right. Yeah. I've been. I always look at those and think to myself, I'm like, if I get put on one of the top floors and the elevator breaks, guess I'm not going to work today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking down a hundred flights of stairs. <laughs> For reals. Yeah. yeah. Uh. No. How much do you have to tip a pizza guy who drops it off? At your apartment, even takes the elevator up like eighty-seven floors. You have to tip more than twenty percent. Well, if you have to take it up in the without the elevator, did you say? Let's do both. So in the with, elevator with the out in the, the elevator. elevator, no, no. Up the stairs, duh. <laughs> duh. Here's so a what, thirty dollar tip. Like I bought no. three pizzas, ones for you. Hundred percent, dude. Hundred <laughs> percent. Wow. Okay, we we got twelve people in the studio. Take a look at it. And it's a very simple question. How many people would be an uncomfortable, what's the number, an uncomfortable amount to be stuck in an elevator with? And does anybody have any good elevator stories? Yeah, I, did you ever get stuck in an elevator? I have never been stuck in an elevator. Oh. I don't, you know, I grew up in a town where I don't think there was a single elevator in the whole Not town. Not a single elevator? I don't know, there may be, but I mean, it's- I don't I, think so. I know where you ride. grew up. I don't, I don't think so. Think there's an elevator. <laughs> I know where you grew up. Maybe many- in like a really fancy hill house up on the hill. No, I don't think so. You're talking about the fancy house on the hill. Yeah, we don't the, have multiple fancy the, houses. The, the fancy one. And I don't think that house had a fancy elevator. You in never it. know. Maybe it goes underground. Not even a dumbwaiter system. There could be. It's kind of a de facto elevator, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe 
I, I'm trying to think of any building in town because the high school was one level, elementary school, middle school, all one level. I don't think there's elevators. No elevators for Mitch. It was four to him for a very long time. Yeah. How mm. many people in an elevator would make you uncomfortable? <laughs> what if you got in an elevator and you'd never seen one and no one ever explained to you what it was? And then you're just like, whoa, something magical's behind that door. And it just changed. Exactly. Check out the video on our social media. How many people we got jammed in here? Utah's VFX. AJ McCall on VFX, hoping to make you claustrophobic and uncomfortable. Yeah. Not really. But a little bit. Just posing the question. We like making you question, uh, play, play some like mental thought process exercises. Do you guys know anyone who's actually claustrophobic? Like legitimately like it is, they could be diagnosed with it? I have, no. I have a couple of people that I'm friends with that do get quite... Paranoid, I guess you could say. Like they get they get anxious with tight spaces, small spaces. My my dad has developed it over the years, and we give him we we, we sh- maybe shouldn't laugh at him for it, but we do. Right. We went down to Las Vegas and went and watched an IMAX movie, uh-huh. and uh, you know those lap bars they'll come down because it's you know it, it's IMAX and, and each row is like way higher than than the next, and the lap bar came down on him, and he just starts shaking. Really? He's like he's like. Uh, oh, and, and, he, and he turned to the person next to him and said, good thing I'm not claustrophobic. And I'm thinking, Dad, you are claustrophobic. And then he eventually <laughs> had to wave his arm and he had to like get let out of the theater and we paid like 20 bucks for these seats. And, uh, it oh, was, uh, no. So, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've seen claustrophobia firsthand. Yeah, I don't know anyone I think that could be diagnosed with it. I mean, I've people, I think most people in general with small spaces will start to, that uh, survival instinct I think will start to go off in your brain like, okay. Wait a second. Whoa, let's let's analyze this. What's our next move? Punch the wall. Got it. Punch the wall. But the question is, we got 12 people in the studio, so you can see. They're not cramped. I'd say shoulder to shoulder. A little, little uncomfortable. Pose the question, how many people would be in an elevator before you're uncomfortable? One, none, four, ten, packed. What is it? Brianna commented and said, none. I don't want anybody in there but me. With Reasonable. You. I, I think I would like company. I would like one person in there I think with me. I, I'm, I'm Unless with they're you. crazy. <laughs> well, then it's even a more fun experience. Do you oh, remember? good. I'm stuck in an elevator with a guy painted like a clown. Speaking crazy, McCall, do you remember before we went to Atlanta last year for the conference, we were talking, we were doing a supernatural subject. Uh-huh. And w- they were talking about weird yes. games you can play. And there's that elevator game you can play where if is it the- is it in... It's like it's like a Japanese elevator yeah, game or something. Yeah, you, if you go to different like floors 10, in a set order. It's like 10, 6, 10, 4, like 9, 3, 10, like 0. Something like that. And if you do it correctly, when the door opens, You'll you're supposed to go portal. into a different dimension. I'm going to look if I can find it. Uh-huh. Elevator game. Did you try it? No. No, please. No, no, no. no. That was sort of fresh after I discovered Skinwalkers and then sort of got into that whole thing. And then I was like, nah, I'm not going to mess with this stuff anymore. Dude, oh my gosh. There's a couple of different videos Uh-oh. of it. Uh-oh. So <laughs> we're going to get weird. Okay. So somebody ended up playing the elevator game and they played it wrong. And they say that there's like a there's like a woman that it opens up to. Remember? Because it yeah, opens up and there's like a woman and you, you can't talk to her because if everybody that's ever talked to her... Gone. You've never heard from them again. So it opens up to a different level. That just makes me think of the Curls of Black Pearl. She raids settlements, leaving no survivors. There's no survivors. I wonder where the stories come from. (laughs) So they they did did this game, and she ended up having her boyfriend come with her. Um, 
but her boyfriend is is very into like missing person stories and the idea of paranormal stuff being real. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, they made this bet, so she ended up doing it herself. That's when she knew that he thought it was fake too. So anyway, you enter the elevator, you push all of these different buttons to go to this these different floors and whatever. Well, she didn't speak because this person, let's see. This was total nonsensical. She'd just gotten on the elevator in the hopes that someone might be there and then go, help. I didn't speak. It was too weird. Too weird. No way I wasn't going to speak to her. Um, but then this lady started, like, said it three different times. And then she started, like, yelling at her. So no word. She ended up just, like, following her to her hotel room. Ooh. And so then she was freaking out because she thought it was, like, this person. So she wasn't talking to him. Turns out it was, like, another person like it was an person. actual person yeah, crazy it was like crazy but uh, yeah mitch i think you the need to play this needs game to stay off the internet yeah after like that skinwalker thing was just a whole rabbit hole and then i was like yep i'm in now i believe it i'm not messing with paranormal <laughs> stuff anymore yeah, it's it's the one true. that got me the most while we're on the subject just but i just remembered that um that game and i was like no thanks the Black Eyed Kids one is still the one that freaks know, me out the most. I know. It's so scary. Oh, where he like shows up at your house in the middle of the night or whatever? Is that the no, one? they're uh, demon spirits that have black eyes, and their goal is to get into your house. And if you yeah, let them in, then it's bad. Woo, bad. McCall, maybe if we go to a conference this year, you should play that elevator game. How about let's not? We'll Facebook we Live it. Uh, I really don't want to open a door to a paranormal universe. Just don't say anything to the lady. That's no. the thing. Otherwise, she takes you. You I'm guys sure both how that need works. to stay off the internet. <laughs> or just stay off the internet. Uh, yeah, I don't think... I'm always intrigued with these kinds of things, but I don't think that I ever could be gutsy enough to actually try them. I have zero guts. You don't no s- gusto. What's one? What, what are you saying to the mirror three times? Bloody Mary. Yeah, you done that? Nope. Candyman's the other one, Scares right? Scares me. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. I, never, Candyman. See, I, I never heard of I haven't done that stuff. one either. I won't do them. I'm Mitch, you're so the one that terrified. came in the day after we talked about skinwalkers recently and said, oh, you're not supposed to do that. Now they'll find you. <laughs> yep. I was just making that up to scare you. I know. I, I was like, whatever. They already know where I live. <laughs> I got family visiting this summer. I'm going to tell them about Bigfoot. Oh, the notorious Sasquatch. They did the Bigfoot Hunters TV show, came to Logan, and they filmed a special up Logan Canyon because apparently there's been a lot of sightings up yeah, there. Yeah, there has been. Yeah. There's a lot up here. There's a lot of that. was a big realization. Well, there's people. Uh, John John Watkins is an avid listener. He has several Bigfoot stories. Really? Huh. Yeah, John Olson. Us. Yeah, John Olson. No, John Watkins as well. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Multiple Johns. Right. I, I have I'm a like, buddy. Wait, what? You know that famous video of Sasquatch when his arms are kind of swinging low. Yeah. I have a buddy that walks exactly like him, and he's kind of tall and lurpy. I want to put him in a Sasquatch suit. Oh my and gosh. And just let him walk around town because it would look the exact same. And a prank was born. You know, then we can shoot Harry and the Hendersons, too. <laughs> so from basically elevators to all paranormal kids. Seriously, though, that elevator game is creepy. It and I was going to say, out. my attitude is basically at this point, how do you know? And so I just don't want to mess with anything because how do I know? My luck, I'll be the one time that it, it works. <laughs> and I'll be like, no. So no, I don't want to play the elevator game. No, me Not either. At least. No, mm-mm. But we'll go back to just normal, non-spooky, non-scary elevators, McCall. Let's just go to normal elevators. Normal vaders. How many places, how many people do you want inside of the elevator if the elevator were to get stuck? Now definitely zero. Yeah, now that we're talking about this, I'm like, ooh, I don't want that lady in the elevator with me. (laughs) I'd want, like, Dustin in the elevator with me so that he could, like, fend off evil. Like, 
punch evil directly in the face. I'm just taking the stairs now. I'm just going to take the stairs now. It's yeah, cool. yeah. No, I freaked myself out. I don't out. Even want the elevators I'm going to tell you a haunt. I'm going to find a haunted stairs story. How about don't? <laughs> if you step on the third and eighth stair, or you skip those ones. <laughs> if you step on the third, fourth, and fifth stair, your feet so you will... have to jump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't like this. And your hair will fall out. Oh, no. Not my hair. I love my hair. Same. How many people in an elevator is too many people? You can see the video of how many people we jammed into the studio on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. We're going to play Facebook Roulette next. It's AJ McCall, Mitch and Studios on VFX. VFX's Facebook Roulette. We spin our feeds, whatever we land on, like, comment, and share. And the way this works with three people is Mitch is the impartial ref. Yeah. Are you ready, Mitchell? Yeah. All right, spin away, McCall. Okay, I'm spinning, spin, spin, Remember, spin, AJ spin, Knight, spin, McCall spin, Taylor, add us on spin, Facebook. Spin, you could be part spin, of our spin, feeds, spin, therefore spin, end up on the VFX spin, Facebook spin, page. Spin, 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 and stop, McCall. I landed on Andy Summers' post. She has done a sharing of the royal wedding bad lip reading. Oh, man, they crank those out fast, don't they? Oh, yeah. Well, it's only been since, like, Saturday. Yeah, I suppose. Do you think it's good? Some of the NFL ones Let's are see. tough to Let's beat. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> she shared it with the caption, Golden Unicycle. So I don't I'm know what's said in there. I'm assuming that's in there somewhere. All right, I'm going to spin. Okay, go. Spin the mouse. Keep going, keep going, Remember, keep going. You can end up on the VFX Facebook page. Add AJ Knight, add McCall Taylor, add Mitch Henline to play VFX's Facebook roulette. You can stop now. Stop. I landed on Britt Rose, who shared Barstool Sports. Let's take a selfie. It's a lady leading over to take a picture with an elephant. Elephant is not having it. He smacks her with the base of his trunk, and she flies. That almost looks like it was sped up. Oh, no. Look at that impact. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, terrifying. How'd you get your whiplash? Oh, an elephant smacked me with its trunk. Right? All right, Mitch. Who wins? Um, ah, You know what? I Bad lip readings are really hit and miss for me, and I haven't seen... I, I'm sure McCall's, the one she shared, is super funny, but I haven't been able to see it yet. I'm going to watch both later. Okay. But I'm just, just because I've seen AJ's, and I know it's good, I'm going to go with the safe route and just say... AJ. Victory! Congratulations, AJ, for victory. your victory. Happy for you. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, Mitch Hinline, add us on Facebook, add us on all social media. And remember, if you ever missed the 411, the daily show, you can find that at utahsvfx.com. Always. You miss iPod Idol, drop the mic. The AJ and McCall show, you can go to Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn, Stitcher, search either AJ and McCall or Utah's VFX. Now, yeah. McCall must go the rest of the workday. With a mustache. There are important people already in the building. And yes, they, they asked, are. They've already seen They you. have looked at me like, what are you doing? Of course. Well, thanks I lost a bet. <laughs> to Mitch being in, part of the team. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, Mitch. Thank you, guys. And until tomorrow for the three of us. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.